0: Don't look back when the market is closed. Good Wednesday afternoon, everyone. Kip Herridge here with the Daily View Investing Podcast. Hope you had a good day today. Well, the market sort of like what happened today. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about the big data tomorrow, the CPI report, which I think we've got a pretty good feel for, but you never know. you know, if the, if the CPI report comes in tomorrow and it's hot, meaning inflation is surprising us all on the upside, which we do not expect to be the case then I'd look for the market to shake out pretty good at the open, but I'll tell you something, folks. If that were to happen, we would be buying that dip because that's what we've been doing from the October 13th capitulation lows. If you, as you know, if you've been joining us here, we've been aggressive buyers. We continue to be aggressive buyers. This market is going higher. Uh, we saw all the signs of it. you know, We've been talking about here the internals, and we spend a lot of time on these because they're so important. And I think the average person doesn't really follow these. Certainly the average Wall Street uh, 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 pro doesn't follow these. I think that's a mistake on their part because, again, today we saw it. We saw, again, today, let's start there, um, uh, 80% up volume day uh, NASDAQ uh, with um, 2 to 1 advanced decline. Excuse me, 3 to 1 advanced decline on NYSE with 72% up volume day This is just a a string of these days back to back to back to back to back now. A strong smart money hours where we finish at the highs of the day. The internals are fantastic. Again, rock solid again today. uh, Nothing makes the bears more nervous than this repeating pattern that we're seeing right here, right now of excellent smart money hours and fantastic internals. This is how big moves higher develop. This is exactly how they begin to kick in. And that's especially the case when 80% of money managers are bearish, positioned that way. Hedge funds are bearish, and they're positioned that way. And guess what, folks? 88% of economists are looking for a recession. Everybody is negative, Nancy. And that's exactly when the biggest moves higher take place. We have a wall of worry, bull market move higher, that is kicking in right now. Now, it won't be straight up. They never are. We will reach a point here in the next uh, few days where we've hit extreme overbought on our VRA investing system. We'll let you know when that is. But right now, we're going to enjoy this move higher. And I think I think the CPI report tomorrow is going to be going. I think the markets jump higher on this. Uh, depending on the move higher, we probably will here at the VRA be taking some profits uh, because again, you know, we operate in that eighty percent range. We want to get eighty percent of the profits, and we leave the twenty percent on either side. Uh, each side really, uh, for, for everybody else. Uh, and we don't want to get too greedy. But we do think this move higher continues. So we'll, we're going to play about by ear here. But we are positioned, and have been for some time, uh, to take advantage of a big move higher. We think that continues tomorrow on the CPI report. Dow Jones today, finishing the highs today, up 268 points, up 8.10 to 1%. Believe it or not, folks, that was our loser on the day. Uh, the uh, winner on the day, what you want to see, NASDAQ up a big 1.8% today, up 189 points. Uh, second place today, s of p 100 up 1.3%. And Russ 2000 up a solid 1.2%. And again, in case you're wondering, yes, the semiconductors had another very good day today, up 1.3%. Semis have been leading now for several days, well over a week, longer than actually. And that is our ultimate tell. When the semis are having great days, you must be long and strong in this market. But again, tomorrow is the key. At 8.30 830 Eastern Time, an hour before the market opens, we get the CPI report. Uh, Estimates are for it to cool to 6.6% as a read for December. Uh, We think there'll be a big beat there. But again, it's it's the trend uh, that is most important. As we wrote this morning, and we're a broken record on this, but here we go again. Folks, the Fed, once again, has completely overplayed their hands, and they're over their skis. One year ago, they were right when they called inflation transitory. They just didn't know what the definition of the word was or didn't want to recognize it. Transitory means temporary, and inflation has been completely temporary from this point of view. It was all driven by money printing, by stimulus, by quantitative easing. That's what brought our inflation, as it always does. Again, inflation is a monetary event, is a money printing event, but not today. Today, inflation now is going the other way. It's plummeting. We're actually going to have deflation this year. Deflation. Uh, Economists are just whistling past the graveyard, folks. They just don't get it, and that's normally the case, is it not? The bond market, all you got to do is follow the bond market. Instead of listening to the talking heads, instead of listening to the Federal Reserve governors uh, warning us, j Powell warning us, oh, we're serious. We are going to keep hiking rates. We are going to keep hiking (laughs) rates. No, they're not. No, they're not. No, they're not. They are not. The bond market is telling us that's the case. Moves out front should have told you. Uh, the 10-year, folks, the 10-year yield, and just since uh, uh, the end of October, has fallen from uh, 4.33% to today's close of 3.55%. Absolute demolition taking place in yields as bond prices scream higher. Uh, you know, It's really not a surprise. We've had 40 years of declining rates. That's a repeating pattern of substance. 40 years of declining rates. Guess what? We're still, that trend line has not been broken. We're still in an era of declining rates, believe it or not. We think there'll be a two-handle, meaning rates will be in the 2% level, 2% plus, have a 2% in front of it uh, by the end of this year, uh, and the rates will only continue lower from there. We basically have had a reset here. And it's been fantastic for stocks. We think it'll continue to be both fantastic for stocks and for the economy. Unless the Fed does something really stupid and keeps hiking rates beyond 5%. We just don't see that happening. uh, Unless they want to break something. The key point here is the Fed never leads. They never, ever lead. They only follow. So you just keep watching the 10-year. Keep watching the 2-year. Keep watching the bond market. As long as those rates are going down, we know the Fed must follow. They must follow. They never lead. They must follow. Um, again, very good day today. Uh, the VIX now uh, back to a 21, actually up 2.4% today. Again, fears of a possible surprise in CPI tomorrow. We don't think that's going to happen. We remain very bullish here. We've, we've, we told you in October that the lowest room for stocks and the highest room for the dollar rates and inflation, we stand by that now. the The, the analytics could hardly be better. Everything's pointing to a market that wants to go higher. Under the hood today, again, as I told you, great internals today once again. Sector Watch as well, very, very good today. Sector Watch today, all 11, as you 100 sec- sectors finished higher in the day. Led the upside by real estate, up 3.6%. Uh, did, did you see housing? Housing stocks have been red hot. Uh, we own NAIL, which is a nail, the two-time leveraged housing ETF, which is now up 118%. From its July lows, up another 7% today. Again, real estate should find its legs here. We are in a long-term bull market for housing. It's a secular bull market driven by the millennial generation, inheriting $70 trillion in cash. They love housing. We're just getting started. Great time not only to buy a house, but it's a great time to lock in a, a good rate before they go lower. Uh, excuse me, it's a good time to get your variable, your adjustable rate mortgage in place so you can keep tracking rates as they go lower. Uh, Also today, consumer discretionary up a big 2.7%, tech up 1.8%, and materials up 1.6% as well. Very good day all the way around today. And our commodity watch today, kind of a quiet day here, although oil was up big. Uh, I think this is kind of a lull before the storm. If we're right about the CPI tomorrow, uh, then you're going to see gold and silver prices take off again tomorrow. The miners have been leading. It's always a big buy signal. Uh, today, gold, again, kind of a quiet day today. Gold up another $4 an ounce at $18.80 an ounce. Silver down $0.11 cents an ounce at $23.55. Copper up uh, $0.10 cents a pound at 4, 7, $4.17 a pound. Again, crude oil, big day today, up $2.48 a barrel at $77.60. That's a nice 3.3% move higher. And finally on the day, uh, Bitcoin. Bitcoin up 69 at $17,540. All right, folks, always appreciate you listening. Hope you have a great night, and we'll see you back here again tomorrow after the close.